Welcome in, everybody. Hey, guys. Don't you just love that catchy tune? That dun 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 dun. I love it. We gotta listen to it. Pump us up. Yes. Ready for the episode? Yes, yes, yes. We are pumped up. Yeah, so we're we're back here in Better yeah. Together Studios. Yeah. We actually got everybody yeah. here. Yep. Which is <laughs> just us two. <laughs> Dude, you know what's cool is when I bring clients in here and uh and so I bring clients into the office, right? They come yeah. into me the office and I always tell them like do you guys want to see the most special part of this office? And I take them back and they just dig it, dude. They're like, yeah. man, that is such a cool studio. And I'm like, I know. Like my son just designed it and just got it all set up. And uh, and they're like, why don't you guys do recording, you know, like video? And so I keep yeah, telling them, one of these I days know. we're going to do this. Well, you know, I need to work on that. Yeah, I think what happened is, you know, maybe we need somebody to come in and be like, hey, well, I'll help you guys out with this video stuff, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because it's like, it felt like it was going a little past my expertise. Yeah. <laughs> and I read a bunch of stuff online. And then this one dude said, yeah, just get a GoPro. Yeah. And do it like that. Right. And, you know, we could do it. But then there's this other piece of equipment that we need to buy that they yep. didn't say. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we'd be spending more money on yeah. that. And then it's, I don't know how to figure out how to do it on YouTube. Right. Without, because we want to do it live. Yeah. And so I know you can do Facebook live. Mm -hmm. I think it was on there. Right. But we couldn't figure out how to do the YouTube live. So I don't know. I probably just need to spend more time with it. Yeah. You know, maybe we could get uh, um, one of the listeners to uh, give us a ring, you know, and just say, hey. I'm here to help, you know, and, and that would be awesome. And we'd love to help. Yeah, we we really would. <laughs> or if you know somebody, you know, that doesn't listen to us, but yeah. you know somebody that does it, that'd be cool. Hit them up. You yeah, know, send them our up. way. Tell, yeah. them, tell them about us. So, Day, you're officially back yep. from being out on the old country Ooh, road. The old country road. Yeah. So you went to Tennessee. Yep. You stopped in, well, Many states. Yes, we did. Along the we way. We traveled, Basically dude. went all across the country. All across, dude. Well, it, it, we made it as far as Tennessee. But you know what was cool, yeah. dude? I was just thinking about this. Um, and I and I was so excited. I think I called you right away and told you about it. But you know that song? I think it's sung by Willie Nelson, On the Road Again. Yes. On the Road Again. Yeah. Remember how we used to always sing that as soon as we'd hop in the motorhome in the old Winnebago? Yeah. You know, we had that little 24-foot Winnebago. Loved that, that thing. You know, the thing was awesome. It went everywhere, but sometimes they would actually deny us in the campgrounds because it was, it was too old, old looking. You know, and it was very loud. I remember uh, sometimes we'd be turned off and it'd be all clank, 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 yep. clank, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> and so anyways, but we'd always love to sing that song on the road again, you know, as soon as we get on. Well, I'm walking Tucker out there in Tennessee and we're at this uh, campground and, and I'm about a mile, mile away from the campground and we're walking back up the road. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hear this, 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 uh, noise kind of like echoing through, uh, you know, the forest because it was like this road that had forest that had trees all next to you. And then there was this river. Um, uh, geez, I just went blank on what the name of the river was. I, I want to say duck river, but I don't think it was that. Mm. But anyways, um, so we walk along the river and all of a sudden I hear this, this, this theme song. And I'm like, what is that song? And it's just echoing. It's so loud, man. And so, Tucker and I would keep walking, you know, and it's getting louder and louder as we're getting closer. Yeah. 
Well, it was the theme song on the road again. And it was this cool old motorhome. And what he did was he put this big old speaker on the top of his motorhome. Oh, wow. And so him and his family, every time that they leave a campground, wherever they're going, so they must have been travelers. They're like in a bus, like that RV movie. Yeah. Remember like that Big that girl family? And turd. No, not not the growing turd, but the other family that they'd always try to dodge because oh, they were just yeah. goody goodies. Yeah. They had one like that. They had okay. a bus like that. Yeah. And so this family totally reminded me of that. <laughs> and so anyway, so they're all playing the theme song, driving away. Do, 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 do. Oh, and the guy's all man. excited. Anyways, dude, I don't know why I had to share that, but yeah, it was crazy. I'm crazy sure times. everybody loved to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was definitely. Uh, we went Tennessee. Um, we went to Laurel, Mississippi. Yeah. Um, we went to uh, Texas. I mean, and we cro- pos- crossed through all those states that lead to and fro. So yeah, it was it was crazy, man. You know, I was thinking, you guys have officially hit the two big um, home improvement show towns. We have, dude, with Waco. <laughs> yeah, Waco and Laurel and Laurel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I know, so that that makes us experts in yeah you know, doing basically flipping and stuff yeah like you guys that. should be able to flip houses yeah I mean we have reg. we have flipped houses before and so I guess we yeah. are kind of professional you guys are professionals yeah yeah need your own show yeah we do so and running springs <laughs> yeah <laughs> put running springs on the map I know right mm-hmm. that's what these places are doing they're just Dude. taking these little towns throwing them up on the map like yep. hey take a look at this yep it's pretty yep. cool so. You know, kind of crazy, you know, still driving across the nation right yeah. now, still dealing with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And which, by the way, guys, we did stop shaving. I don't know if we threw that out there. Mm. You remember how we were like, we're not, we're going to shave until COVID's gone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're both back with facial hair. We're both back with facial hair. Yeah. Well, I think it was, we were, uh, we, we were going to keep like shaving. We, were, we went back to work and everything. Yeah. And we were keep shaving until we felt like it was good to, yeah, to good move to forward. Right. Until yeah. we felt like that the Lord would told us that the fast was over. Right. And so, so the healing is already in the works, man. It's yeah. just waiting to come out all the way. We still did the no, sh- or we did the shaving for mm-hmm. two months yeah. or so. Right. Yeah. yeah. A good Which amount of time, dude. Longer than I ever have. Yeah. Basically, since I worked at Stater Brothers. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's been a while, man. Yeah. It's been a while since you've done that. Yeah, so, you know, so you guys are still dealing with the COVID yeah. going across, and so yeah. that made traveling a little different. Dude, it was really interesting. So um, before we left, we stopped at, we, we, we left early, and we, we decided to stop and have some coffee with my father-in-law. Yeah. And, um, and he had just gone to Texas, I believe, um, probably like at the end of March or something like that. And so he was saying like, Hey, make sure that you uh, can just go straight through New Mexico because um, they were blocking anybody from getting off. Like literally they, they had the police cars on the off ramp. So people weren't able to get off. And so it's crazy. um, Yeah, dude. So we ended up uh, just staying in Arizona and um, right on the border of Arizona before we hit New Mexico. So that way we could just get an early fresh start. Yeah. New Mexico, when we were going out there, they had uh, signs, you know, up there on their billboards just saying, um, like, if you're if you're visiting, then you need to be quarantined for 14 days. And so you're like, I'm not visiting. I'm no. just passing through, you know. And so the only stops that we do there were just to fill up yeah. with fuel. 
and there was like a ton of road construction. It, it was it was actually kind of crazy, you know, going going through uh, there. And that was probably the only state that was hard actually driving out there. Kind of interesting, mm. you know, where um, I think it was, yeah, New Mexico, because then when we started hitting some of the other states, we're actually able to stop. Um, like I remember one of them, we were able to, as soon as we got into Oklahoma, yeah, uh, there was a Starbucks that was open. So I was super right. stoked about that. You know, got a Starbucks and um, Texas too, right? Yeah, Texas was open. Um, and the rest stops. The yeah, rest the rest stops, stops were all good. Yeah, every everything started to get good once you got out of New Mexico pretty much and got into Texas. Um, then when you hit uh, Mississippi, Mississippi was uh, pretty closed down, honestly. Yeah. And um, and that was, that was kind of a bummer, you know, because we hit Mississippi coming back. Going out there, we didn't go through Mississippi. Right. But coming back, we wanted to shoot down because we wanted to hit that Laurel, Mississippi. Yeah. And, you know, one of the hard things was, so we're pulling, so we, we took our trailer, right, so that we could kind of not have to worry about hotels and all that stuff. Because remember, we just gone to yeah. Montana, and, and that was that was kind of work, you know, driving up there and dealing with cleaning all the rooms and all that stuff. And, yeah, you know, we made it work, and we had fun with it and all that. But we decided to take our trailer. So our trailer is, um, it's it's about 37 feet from front to back. Yeah. And so it's, it's, um, it's a big daddy. You know, I mean, it's it it's not like the easiest maneuvering around like when you're going through like say like dude i don't know why but i think it was because we we're getting up so early so we we're getting up and leaving by four o'clock each each day you know because i'm an early riser when i travel it's like i want to i i was taught a long time ago my father-in-law taught me a long time ago when you're traveling start as early as you can because it'll be dark when you start and then as soon as you start getting tired then the sun starts coming up and it wakes you back up yeah. So I've always kept that in my mind, you know, it's like, so I always try to leave early when it's dark, try to get in a few hours, at least two hours before the sun comes up, because then it kind of makes you back alert and you kind of get excited. And, you know, it's like you get to watch sunrise and it kind of takes your focus off of being tired. So anyway, so like about seven or eight, dude, it's like I've already drank my two cups of coffee. I'm feeling hungry, you know, and for some reason, dude, I'd always crave an egg McMuffin without the ham. <laughs> You know, yeah, of course. And and, uh, and and McDonald's coffee, right? It's like I'd want that every single day, and huh. I, I, and yeah, and it never worked. It never one time it worked out for me, right? Wow. One time out of the uh, out of the whole month, I was able to get because you because you had to do the drive throughs because you could only do the uh, drive throughs, yeah. and it was so frustrating, dude. And so we're driving back, and I'm thinking Mississippi is going to be a little bit more lenient, you know, right? And so you know, I pull into this parking lot, and it was kind of tight. I mean, to be honest with you, and and, you know, and I find this parking spot for my truck in the 30 foot foot, 37 foot trailer, you know, which is mm-hmm. not easy to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I walk all the way up there, you know, which was a little bit of a walk cause I had to find this parking spot. And sure enough, dude, they have this stupid sign up there that says drive through only. And there's a lady there and I'm, you know, giving her like the phone thing, like, Hey, can I just call you, you know, like do a mobile order because McDonald's, I, I thought they were doing mobile orders a while back. Like yeah. when this first started, when we were in um, Idaho, you could do a mobile order. Oh, okay. And so I figured you could at least just do a mobile order. No, dude. And so she's like pointing at the sign, like, no, and nodding her head at me, like all cocky, like you're not getting in here. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. Wow. And so it was, you know, so that was probably the biggest, most frustrating event out of the COVID for me was <laughs> not, not being able to get an egg hash muffin and a hash brown yeah. and a coffee, dude. I could see how that would be very disappointing. Yeah, but you know, at each stop, um, 
you know, like each fuel station, I would um, wear my mask, you know, going in and out, whether it was um, needed or not. And the majority, I mean, to be honest with you, the majority of them, they wanted you to wear your mask on. They would have the sign out there that says, you know, um, no mask, no service, yeah. you know, type thing. And you had your rebels that would go in there with no mask, you know, and, and it's like a big deal. But I'd wear a mask and I'd wear gloves at the fuel station, which actually is, you know, like the the gloves at the fuel station when you're passing through, it's not a bad idea anyways, just because of the flus, the colds and all that stuff anyways, yeah, you know. So in general. You know, a lot of this stuff is actually <clears throat> good habits just to have. Yeah. But that was probably about the extent of the COVID. You know, um, it would yeah. be funny because like in Tennessee, each county that you'd be in, they would either be uh, um, strict or not strict, yeah. but the majority of them weren't, you know? And right. it was kind of like, if you wanted to wear your mask, you could. If you didn't want to, then you didn't have to. So it was kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I It sounds like, you know, most of the stuff was pretty normal. Yeah. But, you know, I was wondering, since they're doing this drive through only thing, you know how everybody always tries to do the walk through the drive through yeah. thing? Yeah. I wonder if they would actually allow it now. You know what? It's funny that you asked because we stopped in uh, Tennessee. Um, we were getting ready to make it in uh to Chapel Hill. Yeah. But we were probably about an hour, about maybe about two hours outside of there. So we stopped in, ten, in one of the cities there. I can't remember which one it was. And, um, and we were trying to find, um, oh, it was a Chick-fil-A. Oh, there yeah. was a Chick-fil-A and, but we went down the wrong street. Oh. And once again, I had, you know, 37 foot trailer. So it's hard to turn around and stuff like that. So yeah. we ended up finding a parking spot by a Wendy's. So we go up there to the window and it says, uh, truck drivers, uh, call in. And so we're like, well, we're, you know, I'm a truck driver. Yeah. I'm not pulling a truck. You know, I'm not driving a truck, you know, obviously, but I'm driving a trailer. So I call in and they're like, yeah, just go ahead and go walk through the um, the drive-thru. So we did, dude. Wow. And I got to tell you, man, the drive-thrus are very disgusting. Oh, really? Oh, horrible, dude. Yeah, I guess you, you, yeah, don't, like, you don't really notice it. No, because it's all on the ground and you're not paying attention. Yeah. But there's like ketchup all over the place. Oh, there's sick. fries that have been dropped. There's old meat and stuff like that over by the window. It's disgusting, dude. Yeah. And it's Wendy's. Yeah, it's Wendy's too, you know. Square hamburgers. I just can't get over it. Yeah, I know, man. But you know what? (laughs) They do have those chocolate malts, which are pretty awesome. They are. The the Frosties. Yes, yes. So you had been um, doing a couple of Facebook posts since Mm -hmm. you got back. Yep. You know, and... um, one of the posts that you're talking about was, um, well, you made two of them. Mm-hmm. So one of them was talking about you posted a picture of a president, mm-hmm. and it was before, yeah. like right when you got elected, yep. and then it was two years after. Yeah. And um, so that was Polk, right. right? Yep. And then you also, so then you talked about how you're, how you shouldn't be working yourself into the grave basically mm-hmm. and that you need to rest and enjoy life yeah. and um, try not try to avoid the stress Yeah, yeah. as easy and hard as that is. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then the other one was about cleaning up the trash and taking a look at ourselves and making sure we clean ourselves up before judging others. Yeah. Cause <laughs> you, you came outside and the trash is everywhere. Yeah. Bears back. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there's a couple of heavy topics there. And yeah. so I think we should dig into that. Yeah, dude. Let's do it, man. So when we talk about 
resting and enjoying life, one thing that comes to my mind is the vacationing. Yes. You know, yes. right? Yeah. So Des and I, we, since all this COVID stuff has happened and all that, and you know, even before that, Des and I have been interested in buying a trailer. And so last year we were looking and um, we just didn't feel like we were financially ready, I yeah. guess, for mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. And um, and then this so this year we're like, you know, what? we're we're good. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah. You know, let's mm-hmm. go get a trailer. Yeah. And so we drove down there, found a trailer. Yeah. You know, but yep. there's very slim pickings. Right. Right now. Yes. Yes. Like you go to these lots and um, I, I like how you you call it like these um, salesmen are fat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you keep saying. And so I'm guessing that's a business term. Um, it is. But yeah. these salesmen, they don't want your business. Right, because they they're full. Yeah. That's they're, what I mean by that. They're full, right. they're fat. You know, it's like, you, you know, we're good. Yeah, they, they're making all these sales mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So it's kind of like they could just leave your cell. Like, yeah. I walked into one place, I'm like, yeah. I'm looking for a trailer, you know, around 25 to 27 feet. Yeah. And um, and I want an outdoor kitchen mm-hmm. and a bunkhouse and yep. stuff like that. And then um, and then he's like, yeah, we got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, first, yeah. I mean, and then first of all, he didn't even come and talk to you for like oh, 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, he right? let us sit there. Yeah. And I'm... And, the girl said, that guy's going to help you yeah. at the front desk. Right. And so we're literally just looking at this dude. Yeah. And he's looking at us. Right. But talking with his buddies. Yeah. Like he didn't even care to come over. Didn't even acknowledge. And then he like slowly moses over and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, do you guys need help? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go show these trailers to myself. Right. So he has one. And then he's like, oh, and then we also got this used one. Or he had one, and it was mm. like 47000 Right, ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And yeah. then he's like, oh, and we also have this used one, and it's like 27000 Yeah. Or some, 25 right. or something right. like that. Yeah. I was like, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. I'm like, no, you know what? And and it like normally, you know, salesmen, they're like, well, let me, let me show you something else. Or, yeah. Right. You know, we got these other things. Let me get your things. number, name. Yeah, let me right. get your name, and I can call you when we get something. Nothing. He's yeah. just like, all right, cool. You guys have yeah. a good day. Right, yeah, just let you walk out. Yeah, and, didn't yeah. even care. It was crazy. Yeah. And so this other place that we were at, they were talking about how the trailer sales are up 400% Yeah. during yeah. right now. It's crazy. And so we're just, like, racking our heads, like, how are how are people affording buying these trailers? And so these trailers are priced up. Yeah. So like last year, you know, when we were looking at trailers, the same trailers like ten thousand more. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so we're like, this is just not making any sense here. Right. You know, like yeah. how is this happening? How how are everybody affording all these trailers? Yeah. And stuff with the way that we're being illustrated as the economy is it's so bad is so bad. Right. But yet you have all these people. And then yesterday, you're talking to this guy. Yeah. And he was talking about how his uncle refied his house because dad's in loans. Right. And so he's dealing with all these refis and stuff Mm -hmm. right now. Interest rates are amazing. Yeah. And stuff. And so 
everybody's wanting to refi and stuff. Well, right. we come to find out this dude refis and uses the money to buy himself a brand new truck. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's actually kind of scary to me because um, <clears throat> back in 2007, uh, 2008, right around there was when the market was like at its peak, right? Yeah. I'm talking about the housing market. Right. The housing market was at its peak. And Which so what a lot of people were again. Yeah. And so what a lot of people were doing was they were uh, you know, refinancing their house, pulling out as much money as they could, and then buying toys, you know, trucks, RVs, uh, quads, and they're paying cash for these things. And then yeah. once um once they realized that their house and then all of a sudden then the housing value started to drop. Yeah. Once they realized that their house wasn't worth what they had refinanced it for, yeah, they just decided to let it go. Um, there are a couple of things that are different from today's market than from them. Um, one of the things then was they had uh, what was called arms adjustable rate mortgages. And so the interest rate would adjust. So they would be able to get, you know, these refinances at 0%. And then two years later, then the interest rate would actually finally start to hit them. And then it would be like this crazy interest rate, right? Yeah. And so they wouldn't be able to afford it. And then just let it go. So that's something that's a little bit different is that I know they've tightened up on that. And so hopefully, prayerfully, you know, we're not going to see the same thing that we saw because that's what was the Great Recession. One of the things that you got, you kind of had to deal with a little bit, yeah. you know, coming in, but you saw what we had to do to deal with right. it. Right. I was just in high school. Right. During right. that time. And that's a, and that's a really, really tough place, but it's really amazing to us. Like we cannot get our minds wrapped around this because um, people are just you know, getting laid off. Yeah. But yet all these things are, you know, these trucks, like he told me, like he sold, I think it was like 200 trucks in April and then 120 trucks in May or something like that. Or no, it was like May and June or July. I can't remember how he was talking about it. Maybe it was last month. It was 120 and the month before it was 200 trucks. Yeah, because he said it was going down. Yeah, and so, yeah, and so I called, so I was asking him about a truck and, uh, and so first he was telling me about this one truck and I, and I've been waiting for a while and it looks like I'm still going to keep waiting, you know, because it's just yeah. doesn't make sense to me, but he is telling right. me about this one truck and he's like, Oh shoot, it just sold. And he's like, okay. And then, so he started telling me about this other truck and he's like, Oh, it looks like somebody just put a deposit on that one. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on here? You know, it's just, and, and the housing is the same thing when we were out there looking at the housing in Tennessee and Texas. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, you know. Like right. we were looking at this one house. Oh, sorry, that one just sold. And right. we were looking at this other one. Oh, sorry, that one just sold too. And then you come out here to California, and it's the same thing. Yeah. So who knows, man? I mean, is it false of what the media is trying to give give us? You know, like false yeah. information of, you know, trying to say like, hey, the economy is so bad, everything is so bad. And I know that there's people that are out there hurting because we've talked with people You're right. that are hurting. But I don't know if it's as bad as what is being portrayed because if all these things are happening, then somebody's got to be making some money somewhere. Yeah. You know, and I could tell you the majority of the people that I'm refinancing, they're all in great places. You know, their, their jobs are still stable. One, uh, um, some of them are, you know, getting pay cuts or, you know, making a little less, like they're not getting as much overtime and stuff like that. But yeah. the majority of the people are still doing just fine. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, cause I'm shocked because all you hear on the news and stuff is just millions of people are being laid off every mm-hmm. week. Right. Right now. Yeah. And you're just like, how is this? 
how's this making any sort of sense? Right. You right. know, with this going on and and you know, these stimulus checks that people have been getting too. Yeah. They're making more money than they ever have. Yeah. Too right. with yeah. unemployment. Yeah. And, you know, so like Des brought up a good point, you know, like some of these people just might not be spending that money wisely. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And using them. You know, um, one of the things too is that like I was talking to a client of mine yesterday and, and we're trying to figure out what's best for him, you know, is yeah. to refinance or not refinance. And, and we're just going through different scenarios, you know, like if he has to wait till next year and stuff like that. And he's like, well, well, what's your guess on the economy? And nobody has any guesses right now because nobody's gone through anything like this right now before. Yeah. But I was telling him that my, this is just my personal opinion and this is just an opinion, not a fact. This is just an opinion. Yeah. And you could take it or leave it. I don't really care. But my opinion is, is that once this election is over, then a lot of this stuff is going to quiet down. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of this stuff is being hammered on a, you know, hourly basis yeah. because it's all politically moved, which I think is a total shame Yeah, because it's hurting people. Right. And they don't care. Right. You know, and that's what is so frustrating about the politics is that do they really, you know, like, like I've had some friends, you know, when, when we were in high school and they're, they were all about getting into, you know, be politicians because they just loved um, helping people, you know? Yeah. And I, and I would be so excited for them because it was like, man, you're going to go out there and make a difference in this world. Yeah. And I think it's such a shame that these politicians, that they start out with a heart like that and they end up with a heart in heart. Yeah. You know, and they just, it's kind of like thinking about the trash part, you know? Yeah. When you, when you talk about the trash and that's what kind of happened, you know, going back to that, that post was what happened to me was we, um, we have our trash day on Mondays. Mm -hmm. I go out there to uh, put our trash out and I see some trash out there and I'm like, Oh man, some fool got their trash gotten into, you know? And I'm like, and I'm just kind of looking at that, like, should I pick it up or should I not pick it up? You know? And I'm like, man, I'm just going to pick it up, you know, because it's, it's looks bad in front of our house, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm going in and getting the broom and stuff like that. So I don't have to touch somebody else's trash, you know, cause nobody likes to touch other people's trash. Right. right. You know, it's either out or put on gloves, you know, and it's, yeah. you know, people just don't like to get dirty. Yeah. That's the bottom line is they don't like to get dirty. That's true. And so, um, so I go and grab my broom and I, and I go out there and I start looking at this trash and I'm like, man, this looks like our trash. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. sure enough, it was our trash, you know? And so I'm picking up our own trash, you know? And it's funny because I just started thinking about that, like life, yeah. you know, it's like, we're so quick to look at other people's trash and we don't want to get dirty, mm-hmm. you know, like, like in ministry, I've learned that you have to get dirty. Oh yeah. If you want to help others, you have to get dirty. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I've been in so many situations where I've gotten dirty, you know, helping others and it gets on you, Yeah. you know, and then you have to take a shower. Right. You, know, you have to clean yourself up. Like the, the trash from other people, you know, it's going to get you dirty and you're just going to have to take a shower. You get cleansed by the word of God, right? That's how you take a shower is you get cleansed by the word of God. And, um, and so as I'm picking up this trash, I'm thinking like, man, so many people, they have, their own trash that has been scattered. But number one is they don't want to pick it up because they don't think it's their trash. And number two, they're so quick to judge and call it out on others. And I think that that's what's happening in the society is that people don't want to look in the mirror. You know, we're told to look in the mirror, right? We're told to look at ourselves. Yeah. We're told to, um, to bring our stuff before the Lord. Yeah. You know, bring our trash before the Lord so that he could clean it up because that's ultimately the one who cleans up 
the trash the best. Right. Right. He takes it and gets rid of it. So we never have to deal with it again. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there cleaning it up and I'm having to put it back into our own trash can. Yeah. And hope that a bear doesn't come back again before the trash guy gets it. Yeah. You know? But when you're, when you're doing that, when you're looking at other people's trash and you're not looking at your own, or you're even thinking that your trash is somebody else's, that's what is, is the problem, you know? And that's what I think even going to the politicians is I think that's what the political movement is, is they don't want to look at their own trash. You know, they don't want to look at their own messes. Yeah. You know, and I think that there's times where we make mistakes in life. Even as politicians, they'll make mistakes in life. But instead of owning up for owning up to it, they want to blame it on the next politician. Right. You know, they want to blame it on the left side or the right side or in the middle. Instead of just saying, hey, look, we made a mistake. This party has made a mistake. Let's change it. Yeah. I've made a mistake in saying like, hey, we should really pass this bill. But I didn't realize how much damage this bill would do. And so let's change this. Yeah. And so that's what I would love to see our politicians do, you know, is just start owning up to some of the stuff that they've made mistakes on. That's what I'd love to see people do. Just start owning up to their mistakes and just fix it. You know, like yeah. I made mistakes and I make, I mean, I make mistakes, you know, in this lending business and I have to call my clients up and say, Hey, look at, I, I'm sorry, but I messed up. This yeah. is what's actually going to happen in this, you know, and I own up to it, right. you know, and, and, um, and that's just what you have to do in life, you know, is own up to your mistakes. Yeah, I think it seems to me like this is one of the worst times that I've seen where they're really trying to draw the line down and make it the Democrats versus the Republicans. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know it's always been an ongoing battle, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's so bad right now. Yeah. And like during like this election process and it's like they're their fighting tactics yeah. aren't even about politics. No. Like nobody's actually really talking about, it feels like nobody's really talking about, or it's just being pushed under the rug, I guess, yeah. Yeah. about anybody's policies or anything that they want to talk about. Like right. you look on the news and stuff and it's like, oh, Trump was at some pea party thing. Right. And I'm like, what? Who cares? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, dude, and right. it's, this is news. Yeah. Like yes. this is the news that right. you want to put out right yeah, now. Right. And it's like, no, how about like, say something, you know, about Trump and what he wants to do with taxes or, yes. you know, or right. Biden and what he wants. Yes. It's, but no, it's, and then it's with Biden. It's like, Oh, he's already, basically dead in right. his brain yeah, and he can't talk and s- speak a whole sentence. Right. So why should this guy be our president yeah. and stuff? And it's like, okay, like, you know, these, yeah, these are some interesting things, I right. guess. Yes. But it's like, like for TMZ. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like everybody's TMZ. Right. Yes. You know, TMZ yeah. was known for putting out these crazy deals like right. this. Right. But no, now it's, it's every single news yeah. platform is doing this. You know why? Because well, TMZ made hits. money, yeah. TMZ got rich, right? And the, and so people started wanting to watch that entertainment, yeah. And so the news just decided to go to entertainment, yeah. And so it's just it's really sad, you know. Mm-hmm. You see, like, um, there's you now, like now you have some sort of I don't know, just this division in the yeah. country yeah. that's stronger than ever, you know. And so yeah. it's like I was talking to. 
um, one of my managers at work and he's just like, I'm nervous for mm-hmm. the election, whether it goes either way. Yeah. Because you have so many radical supporters on each side. Yeah. That, you know, if if uh, Trump gets elected, we're going to yeah. have crazier riots than ever. Right. It's going to get worse, you know. Yeah. And then if Biden's elected, then you're going to have all these strong-armed Trump supporters coming out yeah, now right. and starting riots and yeah. stuff and and that Trump's going to say this election's fake and all the, you know like oh, yeah. all this stuff you right. know and it's just it's like I don't know it's sad to see that and then at the same time you know you're sitting here and it's like okay we have this great nation of America. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. And we have these two to decide on. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and obviously these men are in these positions for a reason. Right. Right. They're, but, they're a lot more intelligent than we realize. Right. Mm-hmm. But the way that we're being, that they're being portrayed to right. us is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Right. And they're it, just making them look stupid and look yeah, foolish. And, it's just so right. sad to yeah. see, you know, I it hate, is. I hate, I, that's why I don't like the politics. Like, right. I, I mean, I think that's why there's so many people like me right. with that. Right. You know, that are yeah. just like, yeah, you know, I don't talk politics. Right. And this is why. Right. Yeah. Well, you uh, brought up, a great verse about the trash. Oh yes. You know, that you wrote down. Yeah. And I think this is awesome, dude. So is why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say that to your brother? Let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own eye. You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Yeah. That's yep. Matthew seven, three through five. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that, dude, because it's it's just, you know, going to the trash part. Yeah. You know, it's just people just they, they don't want to see what's in their what's in their own eyes, you know. And right. And I think it's important that as we grow, as we mature, yeah, that we begin to do that. Yeah. You know, because I think that as you know, as babies, you know, babies mm-hmm. don't see I mean, you know how it is at our house. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. It's very dramatic, you know, it's just up and down so quick, you know, but they, you know, they're babies, so they don't understand it. Right. And so you have babies, you know, you have like baby Christians and they don't understand this stuff, you know, and, and and as you mature, then you begin to learn this stuff, you know, it's like, Hey, you know what, let's, let's, let's quit, let's quit doing that. And let's look at ourselves, you know, and and it's hard not to look at others, you know, it's hard not to judge others. It's hard not to judge what's going on, but. You know, talking about the the fear um, of your manager and the fear of others, you know, I think that I think that this fear can be very real. But um, I do think I do personally think that once this election is over, that things are going to change one way or the other. Yeah. And um, it scares me in a sense. And it makes me sad because of, you know, like having the grandbabies and like not wanting them to be raised in a society that's like this, you know? Yeah. Um, it makes me sad for you guys not to be able to, uh, enjoy some things, you know, but I really feel like personally, like going back to even the, the other posts that you're talking about, about president Polk, dude, that was just, that was crazy insane. Yeah. Listening to, um, to what he went through as a workaholic. So he was, you know, he was fragile as a kid. 
Yeah. Um, he went through, like, he had this crazy disease, and and uh, and he was a survivor, and so that was, like, his main thing. His main gig was that he was a survivor. And the way that he became a president was amazing in itself because he wasn't even on, like, the ballot in a sense, and he kind of swooped in from the side and got, you know, became president. Yeah. And he was actually one that got us California, one that got us Oregon. Um, I believe uh, he was the one that annexed Texas into the United States. I mean, he did some amazing wow. things for the country. And I didn't even know that he was a president. Yeah. I'm like, who is this guy? And like, yeah. he's our 11th president, man. I didn't even know. And the reason why was because right after him was the Civil War. Mm. But he was a part of like the, the beginning of the, um, the Mexican-American War. Yeah. Remember that? And so yeah. he actually was very conniving on how he started that. You know what I mean? So he was kind of like, you know, like um, just kind of like a little shyster in a sense, you know? Yeah. But he got a lot of things done for America. Yeah. And, um, and it, it, he was just interesting, but he would never really leave his room. Like his wife was the one that would do all the entertaining. His wife was the one that would do throw the parties and that kind of stuff. But he just worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. Mm. And he was just constantly thinking, constantly working, constantly thinking, constantly working. And so he got a lot of things done in those four years as a presidency. And he promised that he would only do one term, period. Like he promised America that that was it. And so he poured like everything into it for those four years. And then afterwards, it was like six months later, I think, that he died. He died of some disease. But they say that he died from that disease, kind of like the coronavirus, but really is the workaholic that killed him Crazy. because he just didn't have any strength left in him. So my point is this, is that what I think that's happening today is that we're also worried about the futures that we're not living for today. Yeah. And that's what I loved about you and Desi going and looking at trailers because it's like, yeah, you know, is it the right thing to do? You know, is it the right thing to do right now? You know, who really knows, you know? Yeah. But when you look back on your memories, you know, as a childhood, you have so many cool memories of us going out and camping and doing all those things. I know. And it was always a stretch for me and mommy, you know, to be able to, 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 be able to do those those trips yeah. and mommy would just put aside, you know, $50 a week or whatever. And she would get this budget set up for us to be able to do these trips. And it would make it tight during those times when she was setting that money to the side. And, um, but then once the money was set to the side and we could afford to do these trips, we just have a blast on these trips. We just yeah. enjoy the whole week or the two weeks, whatever time that we were able to get off, you know, we just love it. And so that's why I think that people need to start doing today. You know, is like, don't be stupid with your money. You know, like make your money work for you, as Dave Ramsey says. Mm. But start putting aside this money for your budgeting to be able to do these things. Because, you know, like like Jesus says, you know, that don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own worries. You know, like live for today, in other words. Yeah. And I think that America needs to start getting Yellow. back to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that people are doing that. Yeah. You know, I think that that's one of those things that this COVID has done is it's caused people to do that. I think so too, especially with the family. Yeah. Like, um, which is awesome. Like we were talking about with Sarai yes. the other night right. was, you know, it's either really bringing these families together or really breaking them yeah. apart. Right. You know, and yep. I think more so bringing the families together. Yeah. You know, at totally least from agree. the, a lot of people that we've talked to yeah, and stuff and, and just, yeah, being able to um, make the best out of these circumstances. Yes, you know, right. using this time to to go out and have, fun. and that was my thinking too. Right, with the trailer. Yeah, you know, is you know we're we've we're obviously all working towards this goal. Right, 
of moving. Right. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, right. And we don't, we, don't we, we keep throwing it around and going back and forth, and we're really just waiting on the Lord with this. And so, yes. you know, so you guys as the audience are all going to be going through this journey with yeah, us right because it, it really dream. is like something constantly on the table something that you know we talk about table talk it's something that we talk about at the table a lot you know with this family because we yeah. just all we all really we're trying to do that we're trying to live the best life we're right. trying to give our kids the best life you yeah. know and so we're just trying to figure out exactly where that is and where the Lord wants us to be. That, and that's the biggest thing right there, yeah. dude, is where does the Lord want us to be? Like I was yeah. talking with my buddy yesterday and, um, and I was telling him, you know, and he was telling me the same thing was like, we're just trying to figure out like, are we done here? Like, is the Lord done here with us in this yeah. town? You know, and that's the biggest thing, you know, is like, is the Lord's work, like, can we do any more work for the Lord here in this town? And like, like we feel like that we're, we're done, you know, like in this town. And yeah. so that's like our drive is like, Lord, where do you want us to serve you? You know, and we love doing this, this podcast and stuff like that, but we could do this anywhere. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but our family loves to serve the Lord. Yeah. You know, that's the ultimate thing that I think is the drive behind all this is that, you know, is that we just want to get back into serving. Yeah, it's true. And it's, it's so difficult. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's difficult because there's so many things that are, are um, that that you have to focus on and look at because you don't yeah. want to be stupid. Right. You don't want to be a fool. You know, like exactly. like in Proverbs, it talks a lot about fools. You know, and how they don't plan and how they just go by. You know, the the wind. You know, where's mm-hmm. the wind going to blow? And yeah. you know, so you don't want to be a fool. You want you want to be smart. You know, and you want to be wise and. And so we're all just trying to be wise about this and we're trying to look at these yeah. different areas, you know, and, and, and who knows what the Lord's going to do with it all. Yeah. But we just wait on him. That's, that's exactly it. But we also have to live for today. Yes. And so that's why I was excited for the kids to get this trailer because it's like, okay, they're still living for today, even though we're still planning for the future, you know? Yeah. And so it's, which, uh, which by the way, we ended up not buying a trailer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't mean the market's closed. Yeah. And dad didn't get a truck. Yep. So stay tuned <laughs> to find out. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, uh, I just want to finish off with this encouragement. I always love to encourage you all. So yeah. this morning I was looking at, um, I'm reading through Isaiah. So I'm reading through Proverbs and I'm reading through Isaiah. And Isaiah is pretty brutal, man, because the first, the first many chapters are all about these uh, areas getting condemned and, and how they're going down, you know. It feels and, a little bit like the United States. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm finally getting to a good point here where it's starting to get encouraging. But I just want to read this to you guys. It's out of Isaiah 35, and it says, um, It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The excellence of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Here's the part for us to be encouraged. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear, Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For the water shall birth forced in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. 
a highway, a highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. Mm. And I just love that, you know, and it says, because, you know, those that are fearful hearted, strengthen your hands, you know, mm-hmm. those weak knees, get those weak knees strong. And you know how your weak, your knees get weak. I remember yeah. when I was taking my truck driver's test, you know, um, you have to hold down the brake for like 60 seconds, I think, just to make sure that the air doesn't leak yeah. out of the air brakes. And so I had this guy just kind of leaning over my shoulder, you know, and he's asking me, you know, to check the governor to do this, do that, you know. And then it was the final thing, and I was nervous, you know, because there was a lot riding on this, you know, yeah. for me at the time. Um, and so anyway, so uh, he was like, okay, now uh, let's do their air brake check, you know. So I pump it, and then here, you know, and so then, you know, that means that that part's working. He's like, okay, get it filled back up and then hold down. So then you basically just hold down the throttle, you know, to get your air brakes back up to where they need to be. And then you have to hold down the brake for 60 seconds, you know, to make sure it's not leaking. And I remember I press on the brake, you know, and I'm holding it down, time's going by. And then all of a sudden I feel my leg kind of start to shake a little bit. I'm like, oh no. So I grab my hands and I put it on my hand, you know, so that my leg doesn't shake, you know, because what was happening was my knees were getting weak because I was just holding it down and I was getting nervous, you know, and I was like, have somebody looking over me. And, and so I'm, I'm afraid, right? So my knees start getting weak and they start shaking. And I think that that's kind of where our nation is at right now. That's where people are at, you know, is they're weak, their knees are getting weak. You know, it's like, we've been holding this down since March, you know, and now we're into August. We thought it was going to be a short term. It's becoming long term. And so we're having to hold down that, that break, you know, for longer time than what we expected that we were going to have to. And so now our, our, our legs are starting to get a little shaky, you know, because we're getting tired. Well, he says, strengthen those knees, Mm. you know, Fear the Lord, you know, put your trust in the Lord. Let the Lord be the hand that holds that, that leg down, you know, hold your shaky leg, man, so that you could pass this test. And I passed that test, you know, and I passed that test with flying colors, you know, and we're going to do the same as we're going to pass this test. Yeah. Amen. So that's my encouragement for you all today. I love that, man. Yeah. Cool stuff, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys. I think we're about ready to wrap it up. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. You ready? I'm ready. Remember, guys, in the the midst midst of of life storms, storms, we are always better together. together.